Dairy Free Dude presents The Boy Who Learned About Allergy Management from a podcast episode. Once upon a time, there was a boy with a food allergy. Many times, the boy thought to himself, Life with this allergy is terrible. I don't know how to manage it. Then one day, the boy found a new podcast from the Dairy Free Dude about how to live your daily life with a food allergy without panicking like a headless chicken. The boy listened to it, and his mind was blown. With this new advice, he became the greatest in the world. The end. Welcome, everyone, to Dairy Free Dude. I am Logan Graham, and I'm here to talk to you about how to thrive in a world where dairy products seem to be as common as dirt. Food allergies can be quite difficult to handle sometimes. You never know what things might have come into contact with, whether it be a table, a sofa, or even someone's hand. However, I have 19 tips I follow to stay alive and awesome. 1. When you go anywhere outside the house, you should carry your epinephrine injector with you. Every. Single. Time. No compromises. Too many lives have been lost by people who've left their epinephrine at home thinking that this time they'll be lucky. Well, better safe than sorry. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. There are some good leg holsters for the epinephrine injectors available on the internet. The side benefit is that you might feel sort of like Han Solo. There are also waist pouches called fanny packs, and these discreet workout belts called flip belts. While not meant specifically for epinephrine injectors, I am able to tuck in two just fine and go about my business without drawing attention to my extraordinariness. I've put links to several types of carrying packs in the podcast description. Two, something else you should do is to have a medical alert bracelet, ID, or tag on your wrist or neck for medics to see in case of emergency. If you're unconscious from anaphylaxis, they'll quickly know how to better treat you. They come in about almost every style and price point imaginable. Three, when you're out doing whatever, be sure not to touch your face. This is really important. That's why it's the topic of my first episode. I know I keep repeating this, but it actually is a great technique to help you avoid disaster. Four, after coming home from even a small outing, you should always wash your hands. Not only does it wash off any possible allergen protein, but it also just cleans your hands, which is especially helpful in this day and age. Five. Your home should be a safe house, if you will, from your allergen. If you haven't done this already, you and your family should remove your allergen from the house, if at all possible. Our family tried to keep rolling on like normal, and we had a few allergy accidents that ended up in the emergency room. Make the case for yourself that you should have at least one place where you can let your guard down and not be in danger. And hey, if you consider the cost of a visit to the emergency room, you can reason that it'll probably save you money. Keep in mind that this may be hard for the other members of your family, so talk it over together. Chances are, they might be open to the idea because they love you and are concerned for your safety. 6. There is no cure for food allergies, meaning that the only sure way to survive is to strictly avoid your allergen at all costs. Don't think you can cheat. By the way, 
the Food Allergy Research and Education Organization, FAIR for short, has a great system called Allergen Alerts, which updates allergic consumers as to manufacturing accidents and product warnings about the presence of various allergens. You can sign up for this free service by following the link I've included in my podcast description and avoid an accident. 7. If your family has decided to exclude your allergen from your home, one of the only possible ways for your allergen to be in your house is if people come over for visits. And unless you want to barricade all visitors, which is not very practically or socially acceptable, the best way to stay safe is to have your guests wash their hands when they enter. It might be a little difficult at first, but just treat it as a common thing everyone does. This avoids the allergen spreading to surfaces in your home. 8. Speaking of visits, there will most likely be food involved, whether you're serving food at your house to your guests, or you're visiting someone else who is. In either case, you should make safe food, either for everyone if they're visiting you, or just for you if you're visiting someone. Check out my podcast episode number 3 to remind yourself on how to have a safe day trip. 9. Always wash your hands before eating especially in the case of visiting someone while bringing your own food. 10. While out and about, if you happen to touch something suspicious, wash your hands just in case. Of course, that doesn't mean you should be paranoid and abstain from touching anything. Touching things shouldn't hurt you unless you either A. touch your face, or B. have a break in your skin, such as a cut. 11. You should guard your face at all costs. Try to think of yourself as wearing late medieval plate armor with the visor up. Your allergen can't get through unless it enters either a chink in your plate armor or touches your exposed face. Once someone actually spat in my face while talking. True story. (laughs) It was kind of a spit spray. Kind of freaked me out a little. I tried hard to hide it though, so as soon as I got home I promptly washed my face. 12. In the case of restaurants, it's safer to skip. Most restaurants aren't completely safe for food allergic persons. Even if they have allergy friendly food, there is still a chance of cross contamination, except for 100% vegan restaurants, as they usually pride themselves on not allowing any dairy, or animal ingredients for that matter, to even enter their building. Always speak with staff and or management prior to dining and err on the side of safety you'll get a pretty good idea how receptive and purposeful they are about keeping us safe. (laughs) Better yet, just learn to cook. Much more cost-effective. 13. Wherever you go, try to inform friends and family members about your allergy, the symptoms of anaphylaxis, and how to administer your epinephrine shot. You need people who are in your corner. Make sure they know you appreciate their support. I included a link to a video on how to administer an epinephrine injection in the podcast description that you can share with people. 14. If, during your comings and goings in the world, you feel you need to scratch your face, use the inside of your shirt where it hasn't touched anything but your skin. 15. If you're in someone else's house and have just washed your hands, but aren't sure how safe the cloth towel might be, Just be safe and wipe your hands on either your pants or, if you're talented, the inside of your shirt. I tried that, actually. It's quite hard. 
If you're one of the 5% of the population that find it natural, kudos to you. You can also bring your own towel in your backpack if you wish. 16. If you find a new food to try and it passed the test I prescribed in my label reading episode, one family rule we have is to never try the new food right before bed when you're unmonitored for several hours. Try it in the daytime when someone else is around you in case something goes horribly wrong and you have to seek medical help. 17. If you have a small allergic child, make an emergency plan for relatives and caregivers and post it on the wall within eyesight so they know what they're dealing with. Walk through the steps with them beforehand on how to handle an emergency and make sure they have your contact information as well. I left a link to a sample of one of these emergency plans on my website you can use. 18. People say that you should know your enemies. Food allergies are no exception. Know the ins and outs of your food allergy. Know where it's going to go and what it's going to do before it does. Ice cream cones drip. Coffee creamer spills, etc. Know all the places where it hides and what it might contact. A great way to do this is to learn to cook. Knowing how food is made is a huge step in knowing how and where your allergen appears. 19. A final note. Take all you've learned here and keep it in your subconscious. Practice these steps routinely so that they become automatic for you. This way, you can still enjoy life without worrying about survival. It may be hard to keep all of this in your head all at once all the time. That's understandable. But with a little time and effort, it will become natural. This is Logan Graham, the Dairy Free Dude. Live on!